Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back. <laughs> you always giggle. And it's, I've, it's like about the fourth week that I have uh, remarked on you giggling, which means that I'm not going to do it anymore. But the first time I remarked on it, you said that you didn't giggle after I said, welcome back. I'm Brian and... I'm Vanessa. And this is The X-Men Files. It is. Where we giggle. We do. And we talk about the X-Men. And we drink tea. And today... We, and today... What? A snack? Eat, we eat Reese's peanut butter pumpkins, which I... <laughs> By the way, really, really reading, reading the thing, you looked at this Reese's as though you just arrived in the United States or something. I wasn't sure if they had like a specific name, but... You've never seen anyway, candy before. I uh, stealthily stole Reese's those. Reese's peanut butter pumpkin. <laughs> Milk chocolate Reese's. Out Reese's. From under the noses of our children. Under and the I have noses. to say that the <clears throat> volume of candy in that bag has dangerously <laughs> plummeted by the by the the dint of my efforts for the most part <laughs> here's the thing like i'm not like I'm, i wouldn't describe myself as like a bingy eater although i do have some dreadful habits i mean mm-hmm. they come way worse than me um halloween all bets are off uh when we have those generous bags and the thing is it's it's awful. It's just like a there's a mercenary quality to it. Whenever <laughs> and well, you guys are home, which means that I'm consuming them at an even slower rate. So a year ago, you know, when we have like the leftover bag of like 100 pieces of chocolate, that's going to be gone inside of eight days. Yeah. So this year I was going to like donate it, but when I checked it the other yeah, day, they're home. definitely well to like the fire, the, just drop it off at the fire station or whatever. Oh, those guys shouldn't eat so much candy. No, they They've got shouldn't. a lot of they got a lot <laughs> of you know physically yeah. taxing work to do. They shouldn't uh, put on extra pounds. Um, but uh, there's like four <laughs> left in there, so we may as well just finish them. Yeah, we may as well. Uh, yeah. Also, apparently, like I I I I I'm mocking first responders, and uh, <laughs> uh, you're doing a good job. Thank you. Also, when I said guys, uh, that was not meant to be gender specific. We're from, we're from firefighters, the yeah, people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Firefighters uh, come in all um, all genders and um, orientations, and uh, really, that's their business. Yeah, none, <laughs> none of our business. Whatever they get up to. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who it is that I'm placating. The now. Privacy of their own fire yeah. station. Anyway, all right. All right, we support the troops with. You're not going to say that? You know, you're not going to... Great haste. No. Great haste. We are going to launch Dispatch. into this episode. Okay, so here's the thing. Yep. I was meant to write the recap. Yep. D- do you want to explain why I didn't write the recap, or should I explain? Brian didn't write the recap because he failed to write the recap. That, that That's a tautology. <laughs> okay. Um... Because he didn't want to. And the he, fact that no, he doesn't no, no. care about me or this podcast. That's a leap. <laughs> now, I, I mean, it's fair that I don't care about this podcast in a weird way. Uh, I mean, I have fondness for it, but I'm not inter- I'm not invested in quality mm-hmm. or uh, like the audience <laughs> or anything. Speaking of which, because there isn't one. Uh, yeah, we continue to get a shocking number of downloads from the state of Missouri. Uh, I googled this to say, okay, is there some uh, what do you call it, like a server farm for for Podbean in Missouri and mysteries abound? But pretty convinced that that's what's going on. 
<laughs> because I mean, we've begged so much that I feel like if yeah. there was actual like humans listening in Missouri, they would have sent us an email by now. Yes, and and we'll go ahead and say this because uh, all, all these people in Missouri who can't believe—I mean, maybe it's it's just like they keep tuning in and downloading because they can't believe that we're committed to this ridiculous enterprise. <laughs> but um, so I'm going to go ahead and say this: we've received zero emails <laughs> to Cerebro at xmenfiles.com. That's not true. We received one. We, we received one from my cousin. <laughs> Whatever. I'm. With respect and and love, <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> okay, you know the the the, the family bonds <laughs> that 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 bind my my cousin and me and you. Uh, a, those he's a count. good guy, your cousin. He's a he's a fantastic guy. He's one of the best. Um, I, I'm anyway. Uh, so Missouri, if you and I'm guessing it's just one person. <laughs> If you listen to this podcast and you're downloading it apparently 80 times in the month of November already, I don't know how that happens because like there's downloads and then there's listeners and and how they how they how we have more downloads than listeners is a little bit of a mystery to me unless they're counting a download when somebody just streams part of it. This is fascinating, I'm sure, for all of the people in Missouri. I mean, we have to talk about something because there's no we do. Yeah. Well, hang on, uh, we're coming back to that, but. What can we do to entice uh, our our only listener <laughs> to actually? We're we're not asking for much. Yeah, just you know. Send Clearly, us they're connected to the internet because they're downloading all this shit. They pr- they have to have an email account because how else do they do they download this shit? Unless this is somebody who's like really off the grid and there's some weird survivalist or something like that. Okay, we're um, very big with the survivalists. I'm sure. <laughs> shut up, Windows. Shut up. Shut up. Um. So there is a weird kind of overlap between comics readers and some of those folks. Hmm. Um, an example that it gives me no joy to talk about: there was a group of um, uh, a group of domestic right wing terrorists who. You're looking surprised I'm just that I'm waiting I, to see where you're going to go with this. Yeah, yeah, I could go any number of places because domestic right wing terrorists have killed more people than any Islamic terrorist uh, in the past, like you know, ten years or so. Yeah, Americans kill Americans in terrorist acts far more than any non-Americans do, and there's. What, what, what are you should No, go ahead. Okay, yeah. I'm anyway. just curious where you were going with that relative to comics. Was I guess my, well, okay? Maybe I'll. Question. Maybe I should. Maybe I should get to the point. Yes. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, hey, Brian, we 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 get it. Terrorism uh, is bad. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I don't care what country you're from. I'm trying to cause you. Right. Okay, carry right, on. Sure. So the group of uh, domestic far right terrorists in Michigan who had planned to kidnap uh, Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Mm-hmm. The name of that outfit was the, I'm going to get it wrong, but it doesn't matter because fuck those guys. Uh, the Wolverine Watchmen, I think that's it. Or the Watchmen Wolverine, uh, the Wolverine Watchmen. Huh. So Wolverine, okay, they're in Michigan and maybe that's like a University of Michigan thing. Watchmen, that is clearly a reference to the Alan Moore comic. Hmm. But Wolverine, probably a nod to the X-Men. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, fuck those guys. Okay. okay. Yeah, fuck those guys. Um... So if you are a right-wing terrorist in Missouri <laughs> or Missouri, send us an email anyway. Send but us then an email. Fuck off. Cere- <laughs> well, no, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're a terrorist, Do not fuck off. If you're, if you're a nice person, 
And you want to and you, and you want to rap about uh, the X Men? Let us know. Uh, and uh, you know, Cerebro at xmenfiles dot com. Uh, unless it's a right wing uh, domestic terrorist screed, we'll read your email on the air, and then three people <laughs> will hear it. Will That's hear the two it. of us and and uh, and you. Okay, we actually do get downloads from other states, and I think uh, presumably listeners from other states. Um, uh, I'll, I'll stop ranting about the uh, the weirdness of the statistics from Podbean. Uh, like we we have recorded downloads from like uh, you know California, Texas, and other places. Whether these represent actual listeners or people that can make it past the first minute <laughs> is is a question for the ages. But um, uh, all right, all right. So that was not me trying to talk through the fact that I didn't write the uh, the issue recap. I didn't write the issue recap. I've been busy, man. Last two weeks have been stressful for me. Uh, I've got a job. I'm also uh, wrapping up a book that I wrote, a book that has nothing whatsoever to do with comic books. It's all about math and shit. Uh, and also, I've got this this online degree that I'm pursuing. Everything kind of came to a head this weekend. I've done a lot of work. And I said, you know what? I really miss my family and I want to hang out and relax because goddamn it, it's Sunday. I don't want to, I don't want to lock myself in the study for 20 to 30 minutes to write an episode recap for, forgive me, our single fan in Missouri. (laughs) So we're going to have to do the recap live. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. All right. Issue number 168 is titled Professor Xavier is a Jerk. But we only see that after having seen Kitty on the front cover looking as though she is in danger and scuffed up. So what's going on? Well, uh, we see Kitty and Ilyana chatting in the snow. Uh, they are being watched by an ominous figure from a window yeah. in the mansion. Kitty is complaining. Ilyana tells her to get Who's recapping? It. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we were doing it together. Oh, I didn't know. Wait, actually, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. No, no, no. That's good. I... Had I known, all right, cool. So I, I, you were yes anding me there, I was and, a I, yes-handing, and I, um, yep. all right, I, and I patronizingly, yeah. I, I Kanye Wested you. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck that guy. Right. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah, dick. Okay. Sorry. So Ileana said, "What did Ileana say?" She's uh, Kitty is complaining yeah. about how uh, Xavier's treating her like a child. Uh, you know, why is he treating me like a child? And Ileana says, "Because you're acting like one." Ooh, zing. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Hungry alien eyes, and he doesn't like the weather, and he's going to uh, eat some shit. Eat some shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, Wolverine and Nightcrawler are chatting, and Wolverine is heading off to the Canadian Rockies. Yes, to Canada. And talking about whether Xavier did the right thing. Yeah. By demoting Kitty, which yeah. they're kind of exploring the f- ethical or sort of moral, uh, you know, issues of, of both sides of what he did. Should he? Shouldn't he? Yep. Yep. Then speaking speaking of Professor Xavier, there he is. Uh, no sooner does he get functioning legs back than he puts on some <laughs> short eighties uh, jogging shorts and some. Awesome calf high <laughs> socks with blue stripes yep. that would have borne a strong resemblance to socks that I would have worn <laughs> at, that time. Yep. at about this time. Uh, the pain is off the charts. He tries to walk on the um, 
the 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 bar the bar th- I go to a lot of gyms. I spend a lot of time in gyms. I mean, it's not really. It's there's the metal rod that he's trying to yeah, use, and he falls down. And then Lalandra runs in and calls him beloved, which is what I'm going to start calling you because it sounds loving, but also kind of douchey. <laughs> I was gonna say douchey, but then I thought that you know that would make you sad that I was gonna start calling you by a. I don't believe that you're actually going to do this. I'm not. Right. So, I mean, yeah, so that was that was part of the bit. I mean, if you said, <laughs> I want to start doing this because it sounds douchey, that would have been consistent. Right. Um, so they Lelandra, talk. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. They talk. They talk and they decide that they each have work to do in their respective uh, home worlds and they cannot be together, but sometime in the future they will be together and period. Yeah. Ain't no mountain high enough, except, you know, I'm going to go to a different galaxy. Okay. Also on page eight, it looks like she's got her finger in his mouth, which is a little weird. Hey, yeah, she does. That's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a time and a place. Yes, exactly. um, <laughs> but that, that doesn't look like it. Uh, and they are being watched from a mysterious creature uh, in an upper window. Yes. Kitty is practicing dancing and not doing very well. No, she is not. She Stevie is fucking upset. it up. Yep. Tell, Stevie tells her to quit fucking it up. I don't think that's what she says. I have a comment about that later. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, they talk, and then... Wait, recapping this live is actually... All right, this, we're not going to repeat this experiment. <laughs> uh, I think you're, you're doing it better than I am. <coughs> I just read it yesterday. So, yeah, they talk. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat my... Um, Stevie tells her to get I'm over gonna it. I'm going to eat my milk chocolate Reese's peanut butter pumpkin. Yep. Then we see Storm, she's outside, and she tries to sort of uh, re- reconnect with the weather, and she can't, and she's mm-hmm. confused. Um, inside, there's this charming, uh, sort of on the next page, there's this charming spread of uh, Kitty trying to convince Xavier. Wait, wait, we didn't mention that, once again, Aurora takes off all of her clothes. <laughs> Fair. I thought she was only wearing that fur blanket. As... She starts off with very little... <laughs> I often, goes to them, so I'm eating the Reese's I often talking. took walks outside with just my fur blanket when I lived in New York. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Katie's trying to convince Xavier. Yeah, we lived in Westchester for uh, like 14 months. Yeah, we did. Um, then <laughs> Scott decides to pay uh, Lee Forrester a booty call visit, shows up uh, on page... Let's Scott, see. Scott, uh, um, sorry, uh, I, I interrupted you. Sorry, okay. page 13. Uh, I like the look. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dated sort of eighties. Yeah. Uh, even even though his shoes change color, um, at first he's got a kind of like like no socks, and it looks That's as right. though he's, he's got, got white, kind of white shoes and then brown shoes. I didn't even notice that. So the, the the middle panel with you know the white shoes with with no socks or like the little footies. Yeah, it's a good look. It's a good look. I ca- I can't pull that off. I don't have the <laughs> physique for it. But... Um, Lee is wearing you know her island outfit, which is. Uh, nothing like the micro Daisy Dukes, yeah. But then she says, "What's hilarious?" Because like I don't remember where, but somewhere earlier, she they said that she he said that you know he has she hasn't seen him in in months, and right? Whatever. But then on the next page, it was like, didn't she have short hair when we first met her? Like sort um, of a pixie. I don't remember. I get, situation, I get, I, I, but anyway, he's no, like, "You look time. different." So it's like, I let my hair grow. <laughs> it's like she had to have let her hair grow for like. Five years. Yeah, she's got to go uh, from that short yeah, pixie, pixie look to, to like she's like Crystal Gale, butt length yeah. hair. So anyway, hey, they, who's Crystal Gale? Ask your parents <laughs> if they're from the south. 
or I mean, okay. I know who Crystal Gale was. I do. Okay. Was anyway. she like a big time? Which I, 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 I'm sure that I've seen her on an episode of, yeah. of Hee Haw. Yeah, but, no, she uh, was nationally nationally known. Name one Crystal Gale song. I cannot, but I knew Nor who can she I. was. How yeah. about Anne Murray? These eyes are made for. Crying. These eyes are made for walking. <laughs> I, I also know who Anne Murray is, but I can't name any of her songs. Uh, Paper Roses. Mm. I don't know. All right, so they decide that, you know, Scott sort of is like, look, I can't, you know, uh, can't really make a commitment here, but, uh, you know, I thought I'd stop by for some, for some fun anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I can't make a commitment to you, but, um, wanna fuck? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, then there's this very cute thing of, of, uh, of Nightcrawler being reunited with his girlfriend. Amanda, yeah. And, and the cute little Banff, the Banff doll. This is the, the first time that we see really the Banff. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kitty is uh, sitting in her room, which is filled with 80s uh, lore. Ooh, spot the 80s. She's mm-hmm. got the she's got a Rubik's Revenge. Oh, I didn't know that that That's the 4x4, four four. yeah. How did I you do that? Yeah, I scratched myself. I'm like a, with a, I've got a wound. You got a boo-boo. Um, you got a boo-boo. And we'll talk about the her room more a little bit later. Yeah, man, oh, man. Um, her, her room is like 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 Fao Schwartz designed that room. <laughs> so she decides she for whatever reason she scans the the thing. She feels a life force. She goes down looking for it. Xavier tells her not to go down there until Colossus can come. But she goes anyway. Yeah. Puts on her costume and she gets down there. And it's that adorable little dragon that she met on the brood. Homeworld, yeah. but also it's also, some of those fucking gigantic hunters. spider things. Those gigantic spider things. And yeah. there's some battling. Then Colossus shows up, and in the meanwhile, that adorable little dragon goes in and destroys, and I believe eats the nest of the Sidrar hunter uh, creatures. Yes, he does. And uh, then, you know, they come back upstairs. The dragon is named. She names it Lockheed, which I think was the name of the dragon in the story yeah. book thing, right? I'm not okay. I'm not crazy. You are not crazy. Um, and then Xavier decides, and I actually was was curious about this, but then I read something online that sort of explained it, like that he had never really seen her in action before, but um, now he has, and he's very yeah. impressed. So he decides that she can stay as one of the X Men on like a probationary basis. Then we get to Alaska. Uh, Corsair is there wearing a jacket, I guess, over oh his... Oh, my God. Uh, Corsair is not... Holy shit. He's wearing a jacket over his that, I didn't. Costume. I didn't connect with that at all. I mean, um, Havoc slash uh, Alex has his has a ridiculous cowboy hat. Hat, yeah. Scott's Corsair there. is wearing clothes. Yep. And uh, there's a lady, and everyone is surprised by this lady, whose name is <clears throat> Madeline Pryor. And that's all we know, and then it ends. Do, do you know why everyone is surprised? I do now. I mean, I I had a guess when yeah. I read it, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. For and why is everyone? Because well, she, actually, maybe not everyone, but but certainly. Um, oh, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott says, are, yeah, Dad and Alexia too. Yeah, yeah, we are meant to be surprised because she looks like uh, Jean Grey, except that she doesn't. Except that she doesn't. Right. And I, when I was reading it, as I was like, so right, so she's meant to be Jean Grey, but I shouldn't really look and. I love Paul Smith. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something I read online said that like they should have done her hair differently. Like she has a different hairstyle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though her hair is red, but it's like, are we supposed to think that all comic, like all people with red hair, are actually secretly right. Jean Grey? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Like Lucille Ball is. 
<laughs> so he looks like Jean Grey. And then at yeah. the end, we have this very adorable Kitty's costume corner that uh, has some reader yeah, submissions cool. for Kitty's yeah. costume. Yeah. So that's what happened in this issue. Okay. Um, so you're doing the live recaps from now on. I'm never <laughs> writing. I, all right. I will write a recap next week. But uh, no, that was a fantastic job. You, you did uh, very, very well there. Thank you. All right. Uh, so what, so do we, what do we think of this? I liked this one yeah. a lot um, because it was one of those that had a lot of like little vignettes with people and their, their sort of relationships um, yeah. and not so much fighting, which is kind of my least favorite Yep. Thing that yeah. I that I see in in comics. Right. Um. So I thought this one was really sweet. I loved the, like uh, uh, what's his name going to see his girlfriend. Oh, uh, Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. No, or, no, 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 Going to see his yeah, girlfriend. Correct. Like the whole thing with Kitty and and Xavier. Her trying yeah. to convince him like different ways. Um. You know, I felt sad for Storm because she was lonely as usual, but still I'm sad <laughs> for her usual. every single yeah, time. Yeah. Um, period. So I thought, yeah, I, I really like this one. How about you? Uh, I, I think it's great. Um, uh, very eloquent. <laughs> um, I, I, sorry, I was looking something up. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a comment. I, I was totally 100% listening to you. Um, I, I, I really love this one. I, I, I mentioned last week that uh, the splash page is, is kind of one of, the, one of the more famous splash pages. Uh, you know, before memes, people would do whatever the 80s equivalent of Photoshop is, and it would be like like Kitty pointing her finger, and it'd be like like comics half price this Sunday. So it's an image that you see loads, yeah. and also just you know, that Professor Xavier is a jerk uh, is another great title because like she's saying what we're all thinking <laughs> and. Uh, that, that perfect synthesis of like, like message and, uh, the visual, uh, sort of immediately, uh, I'm happy when I see this. Um, what I was looking up, I, I, I need to look something up, um, that I ought to have looked up before I got mm -hmm. here, but, but the, the, give me 30 seconds while you talk about something fascinating. So the, what I wrote down... At the beginning, so Kitty is talking to Ileana, and she's kind of complaining, and Ileana's like, you're, you're being kind of a baby. Yeah. And also, you know, shut the fuck up, because I was entrapped by this demon, and what do you have to complain about, you privileged bitch, you know? So, and then they go to see Stevie, and Stevie is sort of similar. She's like, you're, stop complaining, you're kind of being a pain in the ass. But then that got me thinking about, like, whether that would be written the same way now. Like, they seem really unkind and sort of un empathetic like yeah. i feel like now i don't know like culturally i feel like we've sort of moved to more of a place of like oh that feels really hard like i'm sure that's really hard like i think like yeah. something about yeah. that like sack up it like feels like very has a very sort of 80s feeling to it so i think there are still loads of people who do that yeah um and there are going to be cultural differences uh i'll you know confine it to the u.s but um uh yeah they're going to be uh, Socioeconomically, demographic, geographically, uh, that'll vary from place to place, yeah. place to place. Um, and, and, you know, fair enough. Uh, it's one of those where I see both sides of it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, yeah, the 80s was not a time where people would have understood what the term self care meant. <laughs> 
th- that that resiliency, that, that that grit and stiff upper lip thing, I, I like that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I try to do that. I mean, as you know, I you know. I have I have stuff, <laughs> and uh, you know some days are much much harder than others, and it's like look you just got to do this shit. Yeah. Uh, but but there is a there is a limit where it's like you know what like fucking take a nap. Um, God, what's like last week I, I I lied down for like twenty minutes or something like that. I actually fell asleep for like like twenty minutes. I woke up and I felt amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing is stretching it. Amazing relative to where Better I had been. I was really, as I said, I, I've got a lot of work uh, at the moment, and I was like super stressed out, and I was just not getting that. Okay, this is really fascinating, Brian. You make a good point, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just felt like a very yeah. different culture. Like, I feel like if something like that in a story now, there would be criticism of it being them being insensitive or whatever, yeah. you know, because she's been, you know, like, oh, you must be really disappointed. That yeah. sounds really disappointing. But there is this very sort of satisfying 80s thing yeah. of being like, you know what? Get over it. Uh, life's yeah. tough. And uh, that's how it is. So whatever. <laughs> Move and, on. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty simpatico to that, uh, depending on how it's delivered. Yeah. I think that, well, it's like this. People who, I didn't make, I didn't invent this sentiment. I don't remember where I read it, but someone said, you know, very often when people say that they deliver tough love, they're usually a lot more interested in tough than they are in love. Mm-hmm. And when people, especially like parents talking about kids, oh, get over it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, um, you know what? Like, are they listening? Yeah. <laughs> and, that's why I think that that message, when it is something w- with a normal tone of voice, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is rather logical, yeah. uh, that that's something r- where I feel it can be constructive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there are other circumstances where, yeah, yelling works. Like, I, I you know, in the military, when it, it's like, okay, hey. Um, you, you take that hill because, yeah. like, your life belongs to the army. Right. Like, there's a context there, and and there are kind of cultural, uh, you know, behavioral norms mm-hmm. in that collective where it's effective, and right. people sign up for it. Right, right. But this notion that you can extrapolate it, because heaven knows, I've been in professional situations where, um, yeah, like I've been yelled at, and it's like, um. I don't really want to. You're not. Yeah, you're not. This isn't motivation. Yeah. Now I'm not saying I ought to be coddled because Christ knows my life. Life, life is hard. But yeah. um, like, why are you yelling at me? I just want to. <laughs> I just want to do the bare minimum to get you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, and 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 that's where it can cross a line. Yeah. So I kind of meandered all over the place there. Uh, yeah. I'll try this again. Good point, Anessa. Thanks. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, so on page, let's see, we talked about, uh, Charles, uh, sucking on Lalandra's finger on page. Was he, was, I mean, I don't know. It looked kind of dirty. Sucking. Anyway. Sl- okay. Well, um, yeah, maybe it did. All right. We talked about, uh, what's her name's hair growing long. Scott saying, I can't make a commitment. I'm just here for some I'm sex. just here for the booty. All right. On page 16 in Kitty's room, she has a sign that says... The Legion eats quiche. What the fuck is that? She's also got a picture of Magnum P.I., Felix the Cat, and looks like a very early... It's either Kermit the Frog or Pepe. 
that weird alt-right thing. Oh, yeah. Fuck the alt-right. We've gotten so boring now, Is that man. Magnum P.I.? Uh, it might be meant to be Magnum. I'm not sure who else it could be. I mean, he's like kind of the you know, classic mustachioed. Yeah, uh, he's just so pale. Tom yeah. Selleck was always sort of tan. Also, her textbook is Applied Physics. Mm. Okay. So, uh, The Legion Eats Quiche, the Legion no eats fucking quiche. clue. So, apparently, because I researched Ooh, this, you've got a clue. So that the book Real Men Don't Real Eat Men Don't Quiche, Quiche yeah. came out in 1982. That it came out shortly before. Feels about right, yeah. This, so I think that that is a reference to to that. But who's the Legion? Uh, another comic. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, apparently, there's one maybe coming up where Peter is make it like cooking and he's making quiche. <laughs> It's like uh, there was a website that I that I read called like the the oh man I should look it up for next time yeah. the lost the foggy ruins of time possibly where they sort of like talk about the, these like small cultural references that you wouldn't necessarily get if you weren't aware of what was culturally okay. happening in that moment and so they they said you know about the one that's coming up where he makes the quiche it's like to someone reading it now that didn't live through the eighties that would be like oh. Peter's he, cooking a meal. Yeah, he must know. have loved quiche. Yeah, but then it's right. like, oh quiche yeah, quiche, because real men don't eat quiche. So notice that. She's got Winnie the Pooh. And then, yeah, I wasn't sure who that creepy... I was wondering if it was Burt Reynolds. <laughs> that creepy poster. I could have been. It's not creepy. It's poster. totally creepy. Right. Look at how that... creepy it is. Uh, no, no, you're quite wrong. Um, It's not... <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it looks weird it's like um, the first thing that i see on that page so i mean to me you're saying it's creepy but like because you can't see the eyes or any of the yeah, detail it just looks so menacing uh, maybe I, I mean i that's a fair read of that mm-hmm. uh, when i see that i'm, I'm thinking like the artist uh, there was this paul smith um on the previous page had a bit of fun with sort of like the bric-a-brac around kitty's room but then it's like you know what? It, it's getting late, and I don't need to put in a lot of detail <laughs> on this kind of like throwaway thing that isn't really relevant to the story. And like, we've gotten the point across. Kitty's room, she has these oh. posters of like good looking dudes. It's E.T. phoning home. Holy crap. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. It is neither Kermit the Frog nor Pepe the Frog. Yeah, that's E.T. That's okay, E.T. cool. Actually, when you zoom in on it, like the the guy near Felix the cat has a kind of a Jim Croce thing going on there. <laughs> <laughs> once you uh, once you zoom in on that, also that uh, Winnie the Pooh that is so large that it's a little bit frightening. <laughs> it is a really big Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kitty gets a computer in her bedroom. Mm, unlike our children. <laughs> They've each got, like, laptops and iPads. They live a, live a charmed fucking life. I'm not saying that they don't, because yeah. I think that they also do. All right. So, I'm going to in- inject one thing. Um, I'm going to show you a picture. Uh, have you seen the movie um, uh, Mishima? No. Okay. So, um, I'm going to show you a picture. Um, and and the, the name of it is, like, uh, it's like St. Sebastian or something like that. The one on the... Yeah, just the, the the one on the right. Yeah, there. So the picture, um, and I can't remember the the name of uh, of the picture. I think it's like I don't know Saint Sebastian. It's this dude who is kind of covered in a loincloth, uh, tied to a tree with a couple of arrows in him. Yeah, kind of kind of a grim image. Um, 
Yuki Mishima, uh, Japanese author, uh, so <laughs> in the film, they talk about him having in having seen this picture, mm-hmm. uh, and he was really taken by it. And I can't remember what the line in the movie is. It's like, you know, I saw this picture and was captivated by it, and he says, "My hands practiced a movement that I had not been taught." <laughs> Because uh, Mishima is gay, mm-hmm. uh, and not to say that like sort of sadomasochistic homoeroticism mm-hmm. <laughs> comes with the territory, right, right. but like he was gay, and and having seen this like like topless guys so, like bound to a tree, right. uh, kind of awoken awakened something in him. Later, he actually posed for a similar picture, mm-hmm. like like he, he sort of posed himself. I say that because one of the nostalgic. Nostalgic isn't the right word for it. One of the memory speed bumps that I hit with this, um, the cover to this. Yeah. So I would have been, what am I? I'm like 11, 10 or 11, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, the cover is one that I might have spent a fair bit of time staring at. <laughs> okay. Now, unlike Mishima, <laughs> I didn't master it while I looked at it. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Not that. There's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But um, and and we know like like Kitty's of an indeterminate age. So I think she's like 14, but you know that's still is, whatever. You were only yeah. yeah you were only yeah, like, 12, I was 11. Yeah, yeah I, I, like I was 11 the first time that I saw this. Uh, and, and seeing this, like, yeah, that's that's absolutely. And remember, at the time, I I didn't like the character. I right. I, 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 I was troubled by her, but this kind of like eh, well, you maybe. <laughs> um. And and what's what's deeply uncomfortable about it as I look at this because I look at this again like oh yeah I remember this um, it is in it is unmistakably violent yeah um, I mean she she is and and I don't know what that says about me <laughs> or about sexuality or anything <laughs> um, but you know, like that didn't stop me from right. eroticizing this image. No, I mean it wouldn't have as 12, an 11-year-old, right? Yeah, yeah. As an eleven-year-old, or you know, who knows, man? Yeah. Like if I saw this, you know, if I saw this for the first time this week, I'm like, hmm, oh. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so so I I had to Google that image uh, of of the painting that sort of awakened Mishima's, <laughs> because I want to make sure that we we know that I had a very highbrow reaction. <laughs> Very normal reaction. Yes. Yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely, you know, there's a lot of crossover there between, uh, you know, things that are, uh, you know, it's, it's like a lot of intense feelings in both things that are a little bit violent and things that are sexual, you know? For it's me... Like, I mean, she doesn't yeah. look necessarily violent. It looks like she's angry. Well, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it, that's it, and, different, and, yeah. Uh, so... People who are into cinemasochism rock on. Um, I don't know how much. All right. So not talking about myself per se. <laughs> what I will say is this. Actually, all that I, all that I was going to say is you know, the violent element of it is something that, like I'm not I'm not cool with. Yeah. Um, the element of control. Yeah. Yeah. And where I where I get to this is is like maybe not the lens that that a lot of people think of in terms of masculinity. That masculinity is about sort of aggression and and violence. For me, control means that I have a lot less thinking to do. I mean, to me, like I don't know, maybe I'm just seeing it a yeah. different way. Like to me, this doesn't it doesn't look like she's 
to me, this image looks like she's about to push herself off that wall. Yeah. And kill somebody. Like, it does not. Oh, yeah. She does not. <laughs> she does not yeah. feel like yeah. she. It does not feel like she is a powerless sort of uh, no. victim in no, this, no, 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 in this no, violent not. situation. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Yeah. And and um, I, I, don't, I don't know how that played. And, and <laughs> I'm going to stop talking about this now. <laughs> But I don't know how that plays into it in terms of my reaction. Uh, my, my remark about kind of kind of violence and sexuality is is sort of tangential to, to this image. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, it's like, like uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get too weird about it, but like like the images of like a woman getting slapped or something like mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. like there's that content on the internet. So I'm like, like I don't want. Yeah, not, not I don't want to see that. Yeah, no, like I don't. <laughs> You know, yeah. even like even good-looking women that I think maybe deserve it. Stop. No, you know what I mean. You know, you know, no, like 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 um. We're not uh, gonna we're not gonna go down this path. No, no, no. no. Like like like. Let me be clear. Please don't name any names. I I have to just for context. Because I said deserve it. Oh man. Okay. So that so what I mean by deserve it, like like okay, like Laura Ingram. I mean, I I, I want to punch her senseless <laughs> okay she's a terrible terrible woman and by the way um here's like here's how far i i can't go like physically i mean like like mathematically you know, she's she's an attractive woman but like no way never 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 because yeah. she's a terrible terrible human being uh right. point we being, don't endorse the punching of anyone we don't on no this no program. we don't um we and we are also equal opportunity uh hatred face punchers <laughs> Yes, Mike Pence. We I mean, exactly. Also. Yeah, I want to. I want to punch people, irrespective of gender. Uh, yeah, Mike Pence. I mean, you know, I wouldn't stop at punching his face. <laughs> my point is, we are not going to punch <clears throat> any political or. Uh, my, my my point is like that, that that intersection of uh, person that I would physically find attractive and person that I would want to punch. <laughs> like, there's no overlap there that leads to anything. Do you understand my point? I do. So, yes, I've written down... <laughs> you don't. You don't. You just, you're mortified by this conversation. I had written down some other things to talk about, but actually I mentioned them all while we Did you? were... Yeah, like I'd written oh. down that, um, the, that what's-her-name had let her hair grow for some reason. That, that cracked me up. Like, that had been yeah. written by, you know, like, men. <laughs> like, right, had people right. that have no idea how things like that actually... Well, it's... Talking about hair, um, when's the last time you got a haircut? A year. I've been due for a haircut for like a a year. No, you you've not gotten a single haircut in two thousand twenty. Correct. Okay, I mean yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Um, your hair is long and and may I say gorgeous, okay. but um, like it's not all the way down your no, back. It's not. <laughs> I mean, it is uh, not. You, like maybe you're not growing it as fast as you did when you were nineteen. No, but still, but yeah, it it's still growing. It is. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm also amused by that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a weird, uh, just like, I don't know what would that, the, what the, I mean, I guess if they're going to reintroduce Jean Grey, then maybe it was a useful reminder to remind us that Scott's like a, you know, a stud, a ladies man. <laughs> He's got this, this, uh, Weirdly he is. Yeah. Um, in, in the later issues, we've only seen Emma Frost once uh-huh. and spoilers, but, uh, he eventually has a relationship with Emma Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the comic, like she's gagging for it. 
so Scott is this, you know, this sort of unassuming dude is apparently like sex on a stick to <laughs> every single lady that he, that he encounters. Yeah. 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 yeah so I'd written that down. Uh, the, the poster, the Legion needs quiche wrote about that space spiders. I just you know, made a note of that in case I forgot or something, <laughs> uh, whether the dragon in the made up story was named Lockheed and then yeah. how charming I found the kitty costume thing. And then, you know, yeah, it was cute. Kitty let's talk about Madeline. Madeline Pryor. Um, You'll recall two issues ago that uh, you were curious about what happened uh, to the dragon, and they didn't spoil that. You didn't spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What I will say right now, because I I think this is pretty pretty low stakes, you know, barely spoiler. Lockheed sticks around for a long time. Yes, I learned that from the internet. Yeah, like he's around for good now. Um, and, And it's as I was rereading these, I think there was a couple of moments where I was like, wait a minute, where's Lockheed? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but, but then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we haven't even gotten him yet. But yeah, like once he's here, like he's in for good. Brought to you by the Lockheed Corporation. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had, you, you know, there was a book, Real Men Don't Eat. You, you said that it, yeah. was, it was not just a have saying, you, like there was a book. Have you read that book? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a copy of that. We had a copy of the Preppy Handbook, which is another kind of humor book. Uh, the board game Public Assistance, have we mentioned this yet? Crazy because... All right, so have you heard of the board game Public Assistance? <laughs> no. Okay. No. That is one of the classic uh, bits of Reagan-era artifacts. I have never heard of that. So... It came out in like, you know, about that time, 82, 83, something like that. It's a board game you know, sort of in structure similar to Monopoly in terms of tone, a lot different than Monopoly. Holy shit. Okay. It, it, and it is. So we played it as kids because it was like it was this gag thing. Are you and making this up? No, <laughs> I couldn't possibly. So, but you, the point of the game is to demonstrate just like how easy people in welfare have it. <laughs> Can so, I? Okay, I was going to look this up. Um, yeah, do you're dude, not making I, the face that you make when you're lying, but at the same look time, it up, look it up, look it up, <laughs> right, carry look it up. On talking. Yeah. Um. So public assistance, and so we played it as kids. Um, it's weird that my mom bought it because politically she had no use for Reagan. Yeah. Uh, and would not have had any truck with what the game was, was right, right. Yeah, no, getting across, yeah. but but she bought it anyway, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, and I would play, you know, my brother and I, and like, you know, one of a, a fr- you know, a friend from, from the neighborhood would play it. We thought it was fantastic. It was right. way better than Monopoly, because you just like go around the board and you would just like amass these huge sums of money. <laughs> now, from time to time, you would land on the space where you would get a job. Yeah. And so then you would like lose all your money. You would pay taxes and shit. And it was, it was dreadful. Uh, there was another space that you would land on where you would go to jail, but you would make money in jail by like selling drugs. <laughs> and like, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Why bother I'm, working for a living? I'm showing Brian a picture of, uh, uh right, so you imagine 19... if something like that came out now. I, I don't need to imagine that. I mean, because like like people, well, what I will say is, because you know, America is a lot less fun than it used to be. Nobody has the creativity or the wit <laughs> to do something like that. Now, I'll say this. Um, politically, that game is abhorrent. Yeah. But at least it's satire. <laughs> okay. Man. I mean. You can I get mean, it on eBay for like a hundred and. 
Yeah, hundred some dollars. Hundred twenty five yeah. bucks. Okay, you couldn't yeah. afford if you were on public assistance. Right, right. Uh, yeah, people <laughs> will. I, people just don't have. America sucks. Yeah, everything is boring now. Everything, exactly. Everyone's Nobody... always offended now, and I get that that that's like a you know a douchey thing to say, but like yeah. everything is just and nothing seems fun. Well, everybody's offended, including the outgoing president. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, you know, let's let's give him some time to to process." Fuck that. Are you kidding? Yeah, no. I mean, like, everybody's offended. He's the, like, he's the guy, like, yeah, I'm not politically correct, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and once you lose something, you recede from uh, public visibility. You don't man up and, and call, hey, you know what? The people have spoken. Instead, <laughs> you just whine like a weak little bitch and play golf. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no one yeah. could come up. I mean, not that they should necessarily, but no. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Public assistance. <laughs> I've fucking, never fucking weird, weird. Having grown up yeah. in the '80s, I have never heard of that. And never. not that we were like a big like game. I mean, we had right. Monopoly and uh, Scrabble. I don't think we had Scrabble. We weren't yeah, native okay. English speakers. Yeah, um, okay, you know, enough, I don't yeah. know. I, we had Monopoly, which is a horrible game. And, Monopoly uh, is a shitty, shitty yeah, game. Totally yeah. awful game. But and I don't really remember having any other games. Yeah, we weren't a game playing family. We didn't play loads. I mean, like we had some. Um, we got more games in our house now. Yeah, than we we've did, got a lot of games uh, growing up. Hey, games are fun, man. Yeah. Uh, playing Pandemic uh, last week with you was yeah. Uh, Pandemic. Was fun. If you don't have Pandemic, you should game. go get it. It's a cool game. It's a cooperative. Yeah. Uh, this message not brought to you by whoever uh, created Pandemic. Yeah, Z-Man uh, Games. Uh, look, nobody wants to play Pandemic because it's all about science and helping people and collaborating. <laughs> <laughs> no one has any interest in a game like that, <laughs> even though it's fun. Goddamn it, it's a fun it's a game. Good, it's a good game. Yeah. What else uh, do we want to say? Uh, I don't know. So now, do we start a long thing with Madeline Pryor? Uh, why do you always ask for these things? Uh, Madeline, this is not the last time we're going to see Madeline Pryor. I'm just trying to fill up time. We, we don't need to. No, no, we're good to go. Okay. Um, what I am going to do, though, is uh, as, as a preview to, to our friend friend in, Minnesota, in, in Missouri, um, we're going to do the next two issues, and then we're going to have a special one-off where, um, if I can get the planets to align, we're going to have two guests on the podcast. Uh, our friend, uh, no last name is yet. Uh, our friend Dan, who lives in Durham, okay, uh, and a friend of his. Uh, w- hopefully, we'll get them on. Hopefully, we'll get them on. This is a real nice <laughs> get. <laughs> Two people that you've never heard of. Other podcasts, by the way, there are other like X Men podcasts who are like, uh, oh yeah, we've got Kurt Busiek on this week, or you know, <laughs> we've got you know, the ghost of Dave Crockrum. We've got our friend Dan. Yeah, we've yeah. got a friend Dan and a friend of his that we've we never met. <laughs> Then it'll be awesome. I hope they. I hope they'll both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but we're going to talk about uh, who would win in a fight between Wolverine and Spider-Man. Okay. And we're doing that before we read the uh, Wolverine limited series. Okay. So we're going to like two issues of the regular run, and then two kind of special uh, issue, special episodes awesome. before we jump back into the comic. All right, I'm looking forward to it. And so is. One lucky person <laughs> in Missouri who's downloading like a son of a bitch. Yep. 
Uh, that is all that we have for now. Thank you so Thank much you for, for listening. listening. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the X Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.